Good evening. From the basement of their haunted mansion, here with a lighter look into the darker side of the world, the Spooky Family! Elliot, Dirty, and Beagle. Take it away! <laughs> what up, Sam? I am the master of time. <laughs> I'm really loud right now. I'm trying to figure this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this microphone out. So uh, we'll Help let Dirty figure that out, and uh, me and Beagle will talk about stuff. Cause Beagle's with us today. What's up, Beags? Hi, I'm uh, here. <laughs> I'm real. I'm. Uh, He's a real boy. Yeah. He has no strings to hold him down. All right. So, summer of Sam kickoff, ladies and gentlemen. It's a summer summer of Sammy party. We're here. It's all about. <laughs> I don't know what Gertie's doing. Gertie is on a couch, sitting like upside down. I want to recline and do this. You can't hear you. I want to recline. I don't think that's going to happen, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> don't tell me. I, da, da, I live da, my da, life. Da, da. I will gladly trade seats with you if you want to. If you no. want to work the board. No, I'm great. Okay. I'm going to try to enunciate. Still can't hear you. Yeah, you can. No, you really can't. I'm talking loud enough. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, listen, we, it is the Son of Sam uh, kickoff special today. But uh, before we get into that, guys, what's been going on? How, how's this week been? It's. Uh... <laughs> She's going to be out of breath before she can read anything. She's over there. Joke's on you. I'm always out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to be comfortable or die trying. <laughs> That's me. That's how I sound. Shut up. One man go into work. <laughs> Not a man comes out. <laughs> no man comes out. That is what happens. To me. <laughs> so how how have things been, guys? Seriously, like tell me tell me about your week. Start start with Gertie. What? I um I work every day. I don't yes. care for it. No. Hope you had a good Father's Day. <laughs> <clears throat> it was as great. Was I, I spent it? I didn't see you at the uh, factory. I got to spend time with the kids, though. Yeah, that was nice. I got to use my gift. I made sure our father. Oh my god, was okay. Yes, you did good on that too. Yeah, you got to use your gift of gab. <laughs> oh, I'm a terrible wife. It's fine. I <laughs> am not a father. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I <coughs> I only give things on Father's Day. I don't receive them. <laughs> I'm a giver. <clears throat> you gave to our father. The the wonderful reward of many years of service. <laughs> um I gave him lottery tickets. Yeah. And a nice grilled meal. Mm-hmm. That he 
did the plane not, was too hard for his yeah, teeth. Or when you give him a plate, <clears throat> he's like, oh, gosh, too much. Yeah, 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 Even though it's exactly what, he asked, what he asked for. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't know how much a like I want a burger and two hot dogs okay here's a burger and two hot dogs here's a burger and two hot dogs I just want one scoop of potato salad baked beans okay oh god look at this like (laughs) Jesus Christ Jesus Christ did I mean since the 30s did hot dogs and hamburgers (laughs) the size of them change actually maybe like double I think honestly it probably is like double maybe he's just He's stuck in time, and that's why I'm the master of time. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was my guess. Yeah, I didn't get anything grilled out on Sunday. I was just throwing that out there. Uh, I asked you what you wanted that was Dungeons and Dragons related, and you said, "You know what? I'll get back to you on it." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, okay. Would you like me to take you to the store, let you no. pick it out?" And you said. No. (laughs) And that was our conversation. And I said, you and me go buy you a steak. And you went, no, we got steak at the house. I didn't say that because we don't have steak in the house. But um, We have a bunch of steak in here that I bought for you (laughs) as a gift. Anyway. It comes monthly in the mail. Shout out to Butcher Box. If you want to sponsor (laughs) us, please do. Um, Omaha Steaks. No, 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 no. No. Uh, real big shout out though to Obi Wan. Uh, finished up this week. <laughs> shout out to Obi Wan Kenobi for not being a dad. For not being a dad, but he was no. a fun uncle. Let he, me tell you that much. He kept those Jedi. Uh, None of them were uh, safe. Vials. <laughs> yeah, he tested he before. I don't know whatever, but uh, that was a really good show. I got to tell you, like talking about bad fathers though, Darth Vader just. They had me in the first half, not going to lie. I didn't care for it <laughs> at the first. I read a review online uh, that said, what happens if the they kill off Luke Skywalker? And I was like, I don't, I don't oh, no. think that's going to happen. It was all a dream. <laughs> that's the only way that could end. <laughs> Is it the Dallas ending? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, shout out to Obi-Wan. It was, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I uh, haven't watched it. Uh, we, uh, me and Koala made it to Revenge. Yeah. Um, she just uh, came to me, uh, pulled me to the side, and said, "I don't care for this. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please stop watching it?" And I, I said, tell you something. "That's fair. I don't care for it." Okay, we Actually, can stop. As sad as it is, though, I think maybe the I think Revenge of the Sith might be the one she might care for. Maybe. Uh, she is no longer willing to take oh, okay. that chance. I'm sorry, Kenobi. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's bad. Uh, so, oh, okay. I, I, I want to. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of want. I don't know. To introduce her to Lord of the Rings. I think she she has she does watch Lord of the Rings. Okay, well, or never she mind. has. Never mind. Know. Not like actively. Um, but uh, introduce her to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah that that thing's gonna it's getting ready to take off again. <laughs> um. <laughs> Things get ready to take off again. Guys, put <laughs> all black, your stock. The Black Pearl is getting ready to put all your stock into Captain Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, Gertie is now moving again for the fifteenth time. I don't know where to but go. But don't put. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Make sure that you you put that in the right Captain Jack, not the one from the movie. Um, help me out, Gertie. We named the or, monkey Captain Jack. Uh, huh? 
the the movie where the guy's name is I think the name of the movie is Captain Jack. What? Is there a movie where someone's name is Captain Jack? And he's and he's just the he's kind of a weird fun loving That's Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Are you talking about Kurt Russell? Yes. As Captain Ron? Yes. And Martin Short as the God bless him, the man who pays Captain Ron to take his family on a Wonderful vacation. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't turn out right. <laughs> then never mind. You won't have okay. to worry about Sorry. Captain Ron popping up from you putting in <laughs> Captain Jack, putting everything in it. You know what? You're, I want to watch Captain Ron again now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are off the rails. No. Off the rails. Not exactly us. what I wanted, David. Oh, the dog is here, ladies and gentlemen. Herschel the dog. Herschel the dog. The dog that uh, David Berkowitz got his uh, uh, orders Hand from. Hand of God is his name, Herschel? It is now. It's Herschel. Herschel the dog, oh, ladies I and gentlemen. I thought it was really it was Herschel. I think it actually might be. I was. That's I had that right. written down, but I left it at work. I don't but think it's Herschel. I think it's Herschel. All right. Y'all talk to each other, and I'll figure it out. <clears throat> so. Don't badmouth me. <laughs> Herschel? They just call me dog. The bounty hunter. The ba- <laughs> Not the bounty hunter, no. Oh no. That's what comes up in my head. I'm sorry. Would be Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty it's Hunter. It's Harvey. It's Harvey the dog. And there's a difference between What's, Herschel and Harvey. Well, Not much. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Helen. Well it's Harvey. So Helen, my name's Helen. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Helen. <laughs> um so Harvey the dog is here. Sorry, uh, and then we also have uh, uh, Ronald Berkowitz, who is uh, uh, related to David Berkowitz, mm-hmm. uh, but is not David Berkowitz because he is still alive and in prison. And was he uh, going to do suicide? It's very possible. He is now For slander. He is now, <laughs> he is now known as the son of hope in prison because David Berkowitz found God, and he is now known as the son of hope. I did find that out today. Bye-bye. Come back. <laughs> Come back to me, David. Come back to Satan. <laughs> Harvey, that's so... <laughs> Harv, oh, calm down. Beagle just cracked himself up. We're gonna, <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Harv? Uh, <laughs> we haven't been together in a long time. Okay, this no. is weird energy. Listen, so David Berkowitz, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> born in uh, New York in the Bronx. Am I right about that or was it Yonkers? I've not done my research. In the obviously. school of you know hard what? knocks. You know what? Let me, let me let me take some people back here to two <laughs> days ago. And I said, good night, baby. I love you. Sleep good. You know, i got to work these next couple of days. Have you got everything lined out for this summer of Sam situation that you've started? I've got it. I've sat and I've researched as Listen, much as I can. Uh-huh. David Berkowitz was born in Brooklyn, all right, on June 1st, Brooklyn. 1953. June 1st, 1953. Oh, my God. He's just a year older than our mom. Yeah. Yeah. He actually might be your dad. No. Um, Herbert is our father. He, he has been convicted of killing six people, wounding nine. Uh, including two stabbings in 1975. And we'll talk about that later on. We're not going to talk about the stabbings and the he arson. He stabbed people? Yeah. And arson and all kinds of stuff that we've not really talked it, about. Well, well, Why did I not know about these stabbings? Yeah, real quick. Know. Did he did he kill the people that he stabbed? No. No, they were just Well, then stabbed. he was real bad at it. Yeah, he wasn't very good. And that's, that's why, In why fact, that's why he changed to a 44 caliber. He said because stabbing people was not. Yeah. But, um, because I told him to do it, David. 
But when we get back from the break, we're going to take a small break. And then Harvey the dog and Ronald Berkowitz are here to te- to take us through a timeline. That's our, on our first episode of the Summer of Sam. We're going to look at the timeline of the killings. And we're going to set everything up. We're also going to hear from the Son of Sam's letters as read by Ronald Berkowitz. Guys, it's going to be amazing. I mean. Yes. Sure. Ronald, say hi. Hello. It's me, Ronald. Ronald what? Berkowitz. Berkowitz. I hope this isn't this isn't racist, is it? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think so. I hope not. Anyway, it's bo- it's towing a line. It is towing a line. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I just I don't like David Burke. What's well, so, right, Anyway, we're gonna go into a small break when we get back. How dare you How say to- that? My mama would be so mad. <laughs> when we, get back. we do not share a mother. No, we don't. We do share a grandmother. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be I'm back. Your grandmother, David. <laughs> oh God, he's back. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to commercial because Harvey <laughs> told me to, and I always listen to demonic possessed dogs. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spooky Family Podcast. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey guys, I'm looking for some jewelry, some magnets, some stickers, you know, handmade and well, vintage pieces as well. Y'all know where I might be able to find those at? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Where at? On Etsy. On Etsy, you're right. And who better to go to on Etsy than our buddy Ashton Johnson's store? That's Fox and Brambles. F O X A N D B R A M B L E S. Fox and Brambles. Look it up on Etsy. You can find all kinds of cool uh, jewelry, magnets, stickers, handmade by her. And you can also find vintage pieces as well. Everything comes in a box and ready to give to somebody if you need to. Ooh, a gift? A gift. And you know what? We actually, I actually got you a gift from there if you remember a long time ago. Bad real? Little turtle necklace if you don't remember it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So check out Fox and Brambles. You know, the holiday season's coming up, and what better way to show you love somebody than by buying them expensive jewelry? Except her stuff's not that expensive, but is that high quality. So check out Fox and Brambles at Etsy. You won't be sorry you did. I'm being a rapper. <laughs> Fox and Brambles on Fix Etsy. It most. Check it out. Hello everyone, this is Darth Sloan from TikTok, and I'm here to invite you to become a lead slinger and join my Twitch stream at Darth underscore Sloan, where I'll be streaming the Hunter Call of the Wild. My regular stream is Monday through Friday, 5.30 to 7.30 a.m. Eastern, and around 9 a.m. on the weekends. If you like hunting in real life, or if you're a video game enthusiast, you will not be disappointed. You can also follow me on TikTok, at Darth Sloan, and stay in the know. Hope to see you soon. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? 
Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. 276-299-1681. You can call, text, leave a message. We'll make sure we get back to you. If you want to email me, Elliot at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. We're ready to believe you. gentlemen on the spooky family podcast the summer of sam edition part one of six we are professionals <laughs> we are yes. professional um, podcasters yes detectives no voice talents uh-uh impersonators yes <laughs> uh, but yeah we're looking at the summer of sam real quick. amateur artists Yes, and I feel like this is very appropriate for the topic right now because it has been hotter than the gates of Hades in our area recently. I got in my car today and my seatbelt burnt my finger. Yeah, and in 1976... At 6.30 New- in the evening. <laughs> New York New York City was under a heat wave of massive proportions, and we all know when things start getting hot, people start getting a little crazy. Thank you, Spike Lee, and your movie Do the Right Thing because that's how I figured that out. Um, with that being said, though, Gertie is going to read through the timeline, and we're going to jump in every now and then Yes, with Harvey the dog and our friend Ronald Berkowitz. Guys, oh. are we ready? Yeah. Harvey? Hurry up! <laughs> Good to see you, Harvey. All right. Okay. Take it away, Gert. Between the summers of 1976 and 1977, a man named David Berkowitz terrorized New York as he indiscriminately gunned down innocent young people in their cars. He went by the name Son of Sam, claiming that Satan had possessed his neighbor Sam's dog and was sending him messages to kill. Lies. I was going to say, how do you feel about that, Harvey? Slander. Slander. Good. Okay. Okay. So the talking dog uh, who's demonically possessed says that this is not true. Well, you know, you got to take a stand. I understand. (laughs) Armed with a revolver, Berkowitz stalked Queens and the Bronx, searching for unsuspecting youths to shoot while hiding from a distance. He killed six people and wounded seven more, all while leaving cryptic messages with the police. And those other two were stabbings that happened in 1975. We'll cover that on a later show. Okay. Or did he? Question mark. So... And this is where it all started, ladies and gentlemen. I'll let let Gertie read this part, and then I'll explain why I am obsessed with this. Go ahead. Was the son of Sam a lone murderer, or was he part of a larger conspiracy? Join with the Spooky Family Podcast as we investigate and participate in our very own Summer of Sam. Oh, that is, oh no, there'd be no murder. That we know of. Just discuss murder. That we know of. Allegedly. Allegedly. But anyway, (laughs) so if you've not watched the Sons of Sam uh, documentary on Netflix, or if you've not uh, read The Ultimate Evil by Maury Terry, I'm telling you, look into it. Because I was always under the impression that David Berkowitz, the Son of Sam, did all of those killings by himself. And, you know, I, I never really heard otherwise. But there is a very compelling case 
that says that he, while he might have committed some of those, he didn't commit all of them. And in fact, a cult that uh, international uh, with members as famous as Charles Manson possibly were behind these killings. And we'll get into that, you know, a little bit on the later episodes. But on this episode today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the timeline of the killings as the New York Police Department has laid those out. Mm-hmm. As they've uncovered them. We're going to listen to Ronald Berkowitz read the first two letters that we know oh, of God. that uh, the son of Sam left for the police officers. And then on the next episode, we'll start breaking down some other theories of what could happen. Okay. So, but for right now, Gertie, take it away and let's listen to the timeline of the son of Sam. So, uh, timeline, which is by Colin Bertram from biography.com, um, July 29th, 1976. The shootings first attributed to the killer who had become known as the son of Sam occurred in the Pelham Bay area of the Bronx. Two women, Jody Valenti and Donna Loria, 18, were sitting in Valenti's double-parked Oldsmobile when a man approached the car and fired three bullets. Loria was killed instantly, and Valenti was shot in the thigh before the man walked quickly away. Valenti described her attacker as a white male in his 30s, approximately 5'8 and about 200 pounds, with short, dark, curly hair. So, that's the first. That's the first. And, you know, that, that is a very good description of David Berkowitz. Uh, he was that tall. He, he did have short, curly hair. Mm-hmm. But as you can see, yeah, but as you'll see later on, um, the witness accounts are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvey. This man that you have asked to carry these out in the name of Satan, like, why did you pick him? I'll tell you what, Elliot. David had something I could tell from the start. Like some, just that unspeakable quality? In his eyes, I could tell. (laughs) When he looked at me, I looked at him, and he gave me that treat. I thought, he's the one. Now, what Harvey has not told you is that Harvey and Mr. Berkowitz have a past. And in fact, David Berkowitz thought he had at one point killed Harvey the dog. But (laughs) Harvey the dog showed back up. And that is what convinced Mr. Berkowitz that Harvey was a 6,000-year-old demon. As you do. (laughs) Ready to tell him what to do. I can't be killed. Not by conventional means. (laughs) My real name is. I've never seen Gorozu. two dogs look alike. Two. Gorozu. Did Gorozu. You know oh no. His real name is Gorozu. I've never seen two dogs that look alike, but I couldn't tell. Oh yeah. No, never. 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 They don't usually do that, do they? Um, <laughs> All right. Next. <clears throat> Not when you're paranoid. Um, no. October twenty third, nineteen seventy six. <laughs> Carl Denaro, twenty, and Rosemary Keenan, eighteen, were shot at while sitting in a parked car in a residential area of Flushing, Queens. Both survived, but Denaro was struck in the head by one of the bullets. Police would later speculate Denaro may have been mistaken for a woman due to his shoulder-length hair. So, at this point, do you think that, just knowing what we know, mm-hmm. if you're a cop, mm-hmm. are you are you focusing on women instead of just people in cars? Apparently, yeah. So, I, and, and I don't understand that, because, like, mm-hmm. to me, the car has been the... 
They're like, oh, it's two women in a car. That's yeah. what they were going after, yeah. But, all right, here we go. <laughs> November 27th, 1976. Following a late movie, Donna DeMossi, 16, and Joanne Lamino, 18, were headed to Lamino's house in Floral Park, Queens, when they were approached on the street by a man dressed in military fatigues who produced a revolver and shot each woman once. Their attacker fired several more times before running away. Though shot in the neck, Demazi survived without permanent injury. Lamino was shot in the back and was paralyzed. Now, this is where the um, account of how the attacker looks starts to differ. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we'll find out later that this is an almost perfect uh, uh, description of a guy named John Carr. And we'll figure out how John Carr is related on, on a later episode. David. David. Harvey. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Get my name right. So far, he has killed one person, wounded four, and crippled one of those four. Mm-hmm. Why is your boy not doing good here? Every time he comes back, I'm like, David, what is the matter with you? I've given you specific instructions. You can't mess this up. <laughs> and of course, he goes on and on. You're a dog. I can't be doing this. <laughs> Shut up, David. I'm the brains of this. <laughs> Thank you, Harvey. I know this is hard. This is hard for Harvey to have to relive all this. Harvey, by the way, after all this, no one with ever. Ask me what I'm feeling. I know, Harvey. I know you're a good dog. And Harvey actually gave Hell's his... hard. He, he gave his life over to the Lord. Hell is hard. <laughs> he, he gave his life over to the Lord after all this was over with. And then gave his life back to Satan after a while. So <laughs> it was... It's you gotta weird. play the field, Harvey says. I'm born again. <laughs> I'm born again. Oh, my God. So, apparently... Uh, Bergowitz and Harvey took uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas off because this la- the last attack was November 27th. The next one, January 30th, okay, 1977, Christine Friend, 26, and her fiancé, John Deal, 30, were shot as they sat in Deal's car in Flushing, Queens. Panicked, Deal sped away. He suffered minor injuries, but Friend was shot twice and later died in the hospital. Like the previous attacks, there appeared to be no motive. But following this murder, the police made the first public acknowledgement that the attack bore similarities to earlier incidents. All victims were struck with a forty-four caliber bullet, and the assailant appeared to be attacking young women with long, dark hair. At the time, police said they were looking for multiple suspects. And that's something that uh, a lot of people don't know, is that for up until Berkowitz was actually caught... They thought there was at least two different people. Yeah. And it was an election year. Like a shooter and a getaway driver. Yeah. It was an election year when he was caught. Uh, It was coming up on election year. Probably wasn't an election year now that I think about it. It was was almost an election (laughs) year. And (laughs) they had to do something to get the public back on their side. So keep that in mind. Okay. Harvey. One time David took me out with him and we had one of those large trench coats. I was the top. He was the bottom. <laughs> that's probably where a lot of the long hair comes from. I Yes, that's what I assume as well. This I was is, like, I'm up, left, a little, a little more left. 
<laughs> this is the kind of information we need from Harvey the dog. Because David had opposable thumbs and a yes. trigger finger, right? Yeah. He's a trigger man. <laughs> is he a trigger man? <laughs> Okay. No comment. Okay, <laughs> he can't. He can't incriminate himself. Oh Lord. Okay. He's born again. Um, I am born again. March eighth, nineteen seventy-seven. Returning home in the evening after college classes, Virginia Voskarichian. I hope I said that right. Uh, Nineteen, who lived in the same neighborhood where a friend had been attacked, was shot in the head and died instantly. With local newspapers, the Daily News, and the New York Post now reporting on the shootings on a daily basis, it was revealed at a press conference two days after Voskerichian's murder that police strongly suspected the same forty-four Bulldog revolver had been used in the attacks. A Bulldog revolver, Harvey? That's not my coincidence. Nice. nice. Okay. Uh, April 17th, 1977. Um, in the early hours of the morning, Valentina Suriani, 18, and her boyfriend, Alexander Esau, uh, 20, were sitting in Suriana's car near her home in the Bronx when they were each shot twice. Esau died at the scene and Suriani later in hospital. For the first time, the killer announced his identity via a handwritten note left for police at the crime scene in which he referred to himself as Son of Sam and promised the killings would continue. All right, so at this point, we want to invite our buddy Ronald Berkowitz in to read the first note that was found at the scene of one of these horrific crimes. Let's see if I can find him. I think he stepped outside. Ronnie! I'm coming, Jesus, okay. First summer or son of Sam letter. Okay. Known as the Borelli letter. Because it was sent to New York Police Department Captain Joseph Borelli. I am deeply hurt by you calling me a Weemon hater. I am not. But I am a monster. I am the son of Sam. I am a little brat. When Father Sam gets drunk, he gets mean. He beats his family. Sometimes he ties me up to the back of the house. Other times he locks me in the garage. Sam loves to drink blood. Go out and kill commands, Sam. Behind our house some rest. Mostly young, raped, and slaughtered. Their blood drained, just bones now. Papa Sam keeps me locked in the attic too. I can't get out, but I look out the attic window and watch the world go by. I feel like an outsider. I am on a different wavelength than everybody else. Program to kill. However, to stop me, you must kill me. Attention all police. Shoot me first. Shoot to kill. Or else keep out of my way, or you will die. Papa Sam is old now. He needs some blood to preserve his youth. He may have had too many heart attacks. Uh, me who did hurt, sonny boy? I miss my pretty princess most of all. She's resting in our lady's house, but I'll see her soon. I am the monster. Beezlebub. The chubby behemoth. I love to hunt. Prowling the streets looking for fair game. Tasty meat, the women of queens are prettiest of all. I must be the water they drink. 
I live for the hunt. My life, blood for Papa. Mr. Borelli, sir, I don't want to kill any more. No, sir, no more. But I must honor thy father. I want to make love to the world. I love people. I don't belong on earth. Return me to Yahoo's. To the people of Queens, I love you. And I want to wish all you a happy Easter. May God bless you in this life and in the next. And for now, I say goodbye and good night. Please let me haunt with these words. I'll be back. I'll be back. To be interrogated as... Bang, 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 bang. Ugh. Yours a murder. M. Monster. So as you can see, uh, Mr. Berkowitz didn't... Re- oh, and by the way, Ronald, that was great. That was a great interpretation. Very good job. Very good job. He's gone. I don't know. He needs to stick around because there's a letter coming up real quick. Oh, God. But... um. A lot of misspellings, uh, intentional, by the way, we find out later, uh, trying to throw it off the track. But what is weird is, like, there will be at least three letters involved in this. We, we've only got two. Uh, one of them was found in the car when they arrested Berkowitz. Mm-hmm. But, um, is that the one, like, where he was there, like, hey, and they come up to him, and he's like, yeah, you, you got finally me. got me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But uh, we, uh, <laughs> we find out in this letter, like, you know, he, he calls himself a bunch of different names, the son of Sam. Um, the chubby behemoth. That's my favorite. That can can I like co-op that somehow? <laughs> I think I need to be the chubby, I think that's the chubby behemoth. Uh, then uh, Mr. Monster. Uh, he signs the letter M Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, he's known to the press as the forty-four caliber killer. What's weird is that New York City in in, in the seventies there was a rash of uh, serial killers. There was a rash of spree killers, but this is really New York City's first. You know, in San Francisco, you had the Zodiac Killer. In Chicago, you had Gacy. Now you've got Berkowitz. And nobody really knows how to treat this. So, especially now that it's got some uh, occult supernatural leanings. And we'll find out more about that in just a few minutes. Um, What's weird is that, as I said before, uh, John Carr is maybe the person who shot the the second group of people. John Carr's dad's name was Sam. Mm-hmm. So he John Carr would literally be a son of Sam. Uh, Harvey the dog's owner was Sam Carr. So Harvey the dog is... I have no owner. At, no one owns me. I, I understand that, Harvey. But, but in the eyes of the law, Harvey too would be yes, a son of Sam. I guess so. Did he like purchase you fair and square from like a <laughs> pet shop or? Yes. He adopt you. Does somebody come and like investigate the car house for see if it'd be fit for an adoption of a dog? And he, I don't he, think it would pass though. He gave me belly rubs. Belly rubs. That's and that's the key to everything. Yeah. Um. There's no end to my humiliation. <laughs> and that's why people had to die, right? Yes. Okay. Good. I mean, it's all I coming am. out. Because of belly rubs? <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. The Lord is not a fan of belly rubs, I take it? <clears throat> of darkness. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. Okay. Beelzebub. <laughs> the chubby behemoth. Which he apparently spelled uh, Beelzebub. Beelzebub, yeah. That's yeah. That's okay, so let's move on with the... the uh, that's the wish.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish the version of Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Oh, hey, Beagle. Where have you been? Uh, 
I'm just he hanging just out holding this dog. Let go of me, you behemoth. Why are you, you telling are me he was? You're a giant behemoth. The wood booger. What? The wood booger? The okay. Wood booger. I like that. That's good. Oh, Lord. Listen, calm down. All right. I'll rub your belly just like your old master. <laughs> oh, Lord. Next. Oh. Okay. May 30th, 1977. Daily News columnist Jimmy Breslin received a handwritten letter from someone claiming to be the shooter. Within the writer, uh, within the letter, the writer name checks one of the first victims, Loria, warning Breslin to not forget her, and you cannot let the people forget her either. She was a very, very sweet girl, but Sam's a thirsty lad, and he won't let me stop killing until he gets his fill of blood. The letter was signed, Son of Sam. The Daily News presented the missive to police and 10 days later published a redacted version in what would become one of the paper's biggest selling issues ever with more than 1 million copies sold. With the reports now circulating that the victims all had long dark hair, women in New York City began cutting their hair short or employing bright dyes to alter their appearance. So we do have a copy of that letter mm-hmm. that uh, Ronald will now read for us. Ronald. I am back. The second letter, Sam. Known as the Breslin letter because it was sent to NYPD daily news columnist Jimmy Breslin. Hello from the gutters of New York City. Which are filled with dark window of vomit, stale wine, urine, and blood. Hello from the sewers of New York City which swallow up these delicacies when they are washed away by the sweeper trucks. Hello from the cracks in the sidewalks of New York City and from the ants that dwell in these cracks and feed on the dried blood of the dead that has seeped into these cracks. JB, I'm just dropping you a line to let you know that I appreciate your interest in those recent and horrendous 44 caliber killings. I also want to let you know that I read your column daily and I find it quite informative. Tell me, Jim, what will you have for July 29th? You can't forget about me if you like, because I don't care for publicity. However, you must not forget Donna Loria, and you cannot let the people forget her either. She was a very, very sweet girl, but Sam's a thirsty lad, and he won't let me stop killing until he gets his fill of blood. Mr. Breslin, sir, I... Don't think that because you haven't heard from me for a while that I went to sleep. No, rather I am still here. Like a spirit roaming the night. Thirsty, hungry, seldom stopping to rest. Anxious to please Sam. I love my work. Now the void has been filled. Perhaps we shall meet face to face someday. Or perhaps I'll be blown away by cops with a smoking thirty-eight. Whatever. If I shall be fortunate enough to meet you, I will tell you all about Sam if you like. And I'll introduce you to him. His name is Sam the Terrible. Not knowing that the future holds, I shall say farewell and I will see you at the next job. Or should I say you'll see my handiwork at the next job. Remember Miss Loria. Thank you. In their blood and from the gutter, Sam's creation. 44 calories. Here are some names to help you along. Forward them to the inspector for use in NCIC. The Duke of Death, the Wicked King Wicker, the 22 Disciples of Hell, John Wheaties. 
rapist, and suffocated her young girls. The end. I liked Wheaties. You like Wheaties? Oh, sorry. PSJB. Please inform all the detectives working the slaying to remain. Also, another PSJB. Please inform all the detectives working the case that I wish them the best of luck. Keep them digging. Drive on. Think positive. Get off your butts. Knock on coffins, etc. Upon my capture, I promise to buy all the guys working on the case a new pair of shoes if I can get up the money. Goodbye. So the reason that's important is later on, Maury Terry says that that was a code, that that paragraph right there was a code that if you had followed it, if the police had followed up on it, they would have found Sam because, and, and I, I won't go through it. I'm, I'm saving that for a later episode, but I do want to talk about some of those names. Um, the Wicked King Wicker. Uh, one of the things, there was a movie out at the time called The Wicker Man. That, the bees. Yeah. That, the, well, this was the original one. I know. I'm that the New York the Police Department actually went to watch en masse to try to figure out if it had something to do with this. And obviously it didn't. Okay. But what they did find out later is that Sam lived near Wicker Street. But who did live on Wicker Street? Well, that would be Sam Carr, John Carr, and Michael Carr. Uh, John Wheaties. Uh, Sam actually had a daughter named Wheat Carr. And who? What? Her, her name who? was Wheat Carr. And actually, it's who, really who names her child Wheat? I don't know. But here's the funny this part. This is my other daughter, Oats. Here's the funny part about that. <laughs> so Sam had a daughter named Wheat Carr, and the kids in school would make fun of John, calling him his sister's name, John Wheaties. That was his nickname. Um. Also, uh, the tip children are not creative. The tip that led to the tip that led one of the tips that led to Berkowitz getting arrested mm -hmm. was the police talking to a dispatcher in that area, and the dispatcher was Wheat Carr, Sam Carr's daughter. Very strange. Very strange. Okay. Uh, the Duke of Death. Uh, you know he he's got all kinds of names. The man is creative. Sure. He is. And uh, one of the police captains said that this is, or one of the police detectives at the time said that this is the first murderer he ever knew who actually knew the proper use of a semicolon. So, you know, David Berkowitz is a smart fella. And if you look at the way these two letters are written, it looks like they were written by two different people. Um, it's very strange. There are letters involved that go all the way back to those stabbings and mm -hmm. to some arsons. And we'll talk about that next episode, but it's crazy at how much uh, information that the public is not, was not aware of. And that's just come to light recently. And it really shows that the, he probably was not the only killer in this. So let's go ahead and finish the timeline up. I know Harvey's got to get back to the pound. Okay, right. <laughs> I was he, like, oh. he's he's liking those belly rubs. He padded over to the the mic and then he backed up again. Okay, June twenty sixth, nineteen seventy seven. After leaving a disco in Bayside, Queens, Judy Placido, seventeen, and Sal Lupo, twenty, were shot while sitting in Lupo's parked car. Both survived their injuries. With Lupo reportedly telling the police he and Placido had been discussing the son of Sam Killer only minutes before the attack. 
So July 31st, uh, July 31st, 1977, uh, Robert Violante, 20, and Stacy Moskowitz, 19, were shot in Violante's car while on their first date. Uh, Violante would lose his left eye. Moskowitz would die 18 hours after the attack, which was the first to take place in the borough of Brooklyn and the first involving a victim, Moskowitz, uh, with blonde hair. So he's changed it up a little bit. He's went from dark hair to blonde hair. Um, days later, an eyewitness would come forward claiming to have seen a man with what looked like a gun minutes before the Brooklyn shootings and that other police officers were writing parking tickets in the same area that night. A search revealed one of the ticketed cars that night belonged to Berkowitz, who was already being investigated over complaints of harassment to a neighbor. August 10th, 1977. Berkowitz, 24, of Yonkers, New York, was arrested in front of his apartment building. Police had investigated Berkowitz's car and discovered a rifle in the backseat. Maps of the crime, crime scenes and ammunition. Waiting until Berkowitz left the apartment building, police arrested him as he sat behind the wheel of his car. A bag containing the forty-four caliber, revol- <laughs> caliber revolver was recovered next to him. And a smiling Berkowitz reportedly said to the arresting officer, Well, you got me. The following day, Berkowitz would confess to the shootings, claiming that Sam was a demonic spirit who spoke to him via his former neighbor's black Labrador. Berkowitz also told police he was responsible for 1,500 fires set around the city. He was 23 at the time of his first murder. So, and and that's where we'll end today. Uh, we got some more stuff coming up on the next episode. But, um, Harvey, is there anything you want to say to help help us understand why this is happening? Where'd I go, David? Where'd I go get her? So you think he was 1,500 fires? I mean, this is like, this is Brooklyn and the Bronx in the 70s. I mean, what wasn't on fire, you know? I agree. Everything was on fire. Don't take that <laughs> record from David. He worked hard for that, didn't he? Okay. 1,500 fires. This is, the, this is the time in New York City where it's like, don't get on the subway. Don't go to Times Square. Don't go, <laughs> don't go anywhere, really. Just don't go to just don't go to don't New, go York, to New York, York City. City yeah. I agree, and I still I'm, I kind of feel that way right now. Um, <laughs> guys, you're listening to the Spooky Family Podcast. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna let Harvey go back to the pound. We're gonna like pay Ronald and let him go back to the pound. I'll take hot dogs if you got any hot dogs. <laughs> I know you will, Ronald. I know you will. But, <laughs> well, Beagles just. <laughs> Beagles just, uh, well, we got to go. It's getting bad. But listen, you're listening to the Spooky Family Podcast. We'll be right back in a minute. Greetings. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kiss. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You can't say that. I want to invite everyone to tune in for our show here to chew bubblegum. We talk about UFOs, time travel, conspiracy theories, and other dimensions. Bigfoot, Loch Ness, and lots of other strange and unusual topics. So dive down the rabbit hole with us for Here to Chew Bubblegum. Don't get lost in the sauce. Hey! 
here. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Spooky Family Podcast. And yes, we are all about the son of Sam. <laughs> I mean, I... Hey, guys, how's it going? I can take it. Or, I mean, it, it's super fascinating, but I don't know. I just... David Berkowitz, I just want to... Smack him, I know. Oh, I yeah. know. Hey. All those. He was so smug. I don't know. I just he always. was, and that's the part that kills me. But I love Maury Terry. Maury Terry is my hero. Yeah. Like I want to be Maury Terry when I grow up. Maybe not the alcoholism and the and divorce. the chain smoking and the divorce. And yeah, the, I mean, other than and that, the unfortunate death. So uh, Beagle, what uh-huh. do you think? <laughs> uh, I don't want to be him. Okay, well there you go, <laughs> Beagle. You had the privilege of eating out at a restaurant that was named after you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? I did. I ate at a place called Woodboogers. The Woodbooger. So, like a booger is like a scary thing that lives in the woods, I suppose. It it's is like a, it's just the a, Virginia a Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. So, like tell us a little bit about it. Was it? Do you recommend or it? Grassman. Uh, yes, <laughs> I feel like it is definitely worth a trip uh, for anybody. I know some people that it's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's worth a, a plane ticket. Uh, or maybe over like 200 miles of driving. <laughs> okay. Um, you know. You know, the weird part it's is, radius though, in, in, it's in Virginia, miles. right? Wise, Virginia? Yes. Um, Norton? Well, near Norton. Yeah, Norton okay. Wise, somewhere out there. I don't know. I don't know the area that well, but yes, I know it's wise. in Virginia. But um, there is a lot of Bigfoot sightings there. A lot of Bigfoot sightings. And uh, is that why they named it Woodbooger, you think? I'm assuming so. I, uh, I think so. Isn't that I found a picture of the... Uh, big bone lick. No. <laughs> I, don't, I found a picture of the radical Plus kid that. and uh, the ginger ninja in front of a Bigfoot statue there when we stopped and ate on uh, a trip. So I'm going to send that to him uh, and her. Um, but I thought that was cool. I, th- I think it's cool whenever we can find a restaurant named after something we like to talk about on the show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it's been on my list for a while to go eat, uh, and I thought last weekend was the time. So went there and ate, and uh, it did not disappoint. Uh, but I will say that, and I can't remember it for the life of me, um, there was a place that we got ice cream later uh, in the area. It's more like downtown uh, Wise, I guess, like more of like their uh, main street. I think I think it might be Norton. Now that I'm sitting here thinking more about it, because I'm trying to remember where the area is. Maybe it's Wise County, but Norton. Why, is the, maybe it is Wise County, but it is Norton. Like maybe the city. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, well, <laughs> down the main street, there was a. Uh, I don't know. There was like a uh, a place that we got uh, ice cream, and I will say that that was the best ice cream. I it, have ever it is, had. It is Norton, Virginia. Ever had? Yes. What did you get? It was just a basic cone. But the the <laughs> a taste. A basic cone. I ran it under a cold the, tap. It was just the taste. Uh, everything about it. It was just the best ice cream I've ever had. It was very nostalgic. It just tasted like ice cream did when I was little. Oh. It was So is it like custard kind of? Did it come out of a machine or did it come no, out of a they, tub? No, yeah, they they hand scoop it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't um, know. But uh, I want to go back just for that, really. Uh, the ice cream. Yeah, and uh, they do have something called monster shakes. 
Um, Does it have, like, whole cookies in it and stuff? I think one had a cupcake at the top of it. Oh, no. (laughs) And they're in uh, mason jars, and it's just this wild um, milkshake. Um, i got to go back for that. But they had a banana split that looked like me. Just like it looked like, like when the, the Rugrats were the episode where they're yeah. like, we're going to go yes. get ice cream. And then, mm-hmm. and it that, was and like, how, and that's how everyone, it for, was miniature golf. And that was like the 18th mm-hmm. hole. Anybody in the nineties like just <laughs> assumed that that's what the ultimate, that's what the ultimate ice cream looks like. Yeah. But then a split looked like, yeah, it was that, uh, I want something that looks like that. I, it looked like that. <gasps> Did it really? Mm-hmm. Let's go tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go tomorrow. Okay. So, a uh, five star review on TripAdvisor, four stars on Yelp. Uh, very popular around our area. I know everybody talks about it. Uh, check that out if you can. Mm-hmm. It gets four point two bigs. Four point two bigs out of how many bigs? <laughs> out of four point three bigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well there you go. Scale. What did you what did you eat? Did you do that challenge? I thought you could probably do the challenge. I did not do the challenge. Uh I asked uh the waitress <laughs> about the, the challenge, challenge and she said that, that uh yeah, she's like she's telling me about it. She's like, But we don't have any shirts and I was like, well, What's the point of me winning? That's true. You know, uh, why should I show you all what I can do if I don't receive anything in return? True. It's true. Uh you know, uh, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Never do it for free. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that's why we do podcasts for free. Uh, we're not good at it. We're not uh, good at it. True. <laughs> so, with that being said, though. Professionals. Professionals. Yes. Um, anything that you want to plug, Miss Gertie? I don't think so. I don't know. I'll just plug our normal stuff. Think, uh, the guess. gaming company over at uh, uh, Pikeville. Pikeville, yes. Uh, Roundabout Music in Wattsburg. Yes. Yeah. Um, Fox and Brambles. Fox and Brambles, of course. Uh, Woodbooger Grill. Woodbooger Grill added yes. to the rotation now. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Tanya Derenberger is actually starting her own podcast. Yeah, we'll have to check that out, and I'll have to link that whenever the first episode comes up. It's called Talking with Tanya, uh-huh. and I'm excited. Um, Christopher Appling's got some great art. <laughs> so does Lacey. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Uh, Darth Sloan on TikTok and uh, Twitch. He did a 24-hour stream the other day. Impressive. I, <laughs> I, I watched about 10 minutes of it. Uh, <laughs> he plays he a hunting just, game. And I like, just man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, like, like, I can't do this. Okay. Um, but with that being said, guys, yeah, uh, nothing, nothing big coming up uh, our way. I don't think we're just uh, next episode of Summer of Sam's coming we, up. We we may be at the powerful toy and comic con. We may be as if with, I can get the money in with one of Elliot's childhood idols, Jake Snake Roberts. Amazing. I'm going to be dressed as Jake the Snake. I would love Robert. that. That's the best Please thing. And I'll stand right beside him. Am I taller than him? Uh, about the same. About the same. If he could stand up, yeah. If he stand okay. up straight, he probably, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. But we'll let you know uh, more about that as we get closer to the date. Uh, Jack and Jill, we're hoping to have on in the next couple of weeks to give their spin on the serial killer uh, Son of Sam vibe and. Uh, we're going to let them just take over as we... The resident criminologists. The resident criminologists and serial killer lovers. 
and not that they, oh, they don't love Lord. serial killers. Oh, they no. love to talk. Okay, that's bad. True uh, crime aficionados. True crime aficionados. There yes, we go. There that, we're going to actually try to have them in studio. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. We're hoping. We're going to need a larger table. <laughs> we are going to need a larger table. Um, More but with that being mics. S- yeah. <laughs> but with that being comfortable s- seating. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Drink potato salad. Yes. Food. You don't like potatoes. I don't salad. like it, but they might. I don't know. <laughs> I love potato salad. That man loves potato salad. He does. This Since man we were loves children. potato salad. That man would suck up the teeth of a pickle. I <laughs> have <laughs> potato salad that is th- four days old in the uh, refrigerator right now, and I will go home right now and eat it. Sacred. I will eat it. Actually, I am going to eat it. This is not... I'm not telling you all it's a possibility. It's happening. It was a main food group in our house. Mm-hmm. Justin all Perkins, if you're out there, you owe me money. Okay. He doesn't, but I'm trying to get him to respond in some way whatsoever. Right. I miss my boy. Um, Halloween's coming. I know. Michael's, apparently there has been leaks online. I've been <laughs> watching been my, this. Michael Myers. And no, and Michael's <laughs> department store has started releasing Halloween stuff already. I mean. Well, it tracks we because of the season? way that uh, they do that for everything. Then, yeah. Okay. So, I accept it. Yeah, I think we're going to have to make a trip to Hobby Lobby and just see. Well, if it, that one corner of the store that they always put something for Halloween out in, if it's got <laughs> something out there or not. It's the devil's holiday. <laughs> well, it'd be the devil's holiday, but uh, it's it's a fun holiday. Jesus is listening. Jesus is listening, and I yes. hope he listens, and I hope he's proud of us. Um, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, guys, I especially liked it when they said Harvey was born again. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, uh, Stranger Things season four, volume two, July first. Yeah, it's our birthday. The show's birthday. Do both of the uh, do both of the episodes come out at the same time? Yes. <gasps> oh my god. Five hours of Stranger Things. Okay. Clear the schedule. Clear the schedule. All Watched right. all in thirty minutes. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural. Um. All right, guys. We I've got out. four screens. I've got them all at different points, and I'm watching them all at once. Oh, it's beautiful. Still, the math doesn't check out. <laughs> Don't question me. Okay. All right. All right. Don't check it either. Okay. You would need 10 screens. Most I can do seven. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I want to skip the, the beginning. Oh, okay. That doesn't help anybody. I want to, I want to fast forward to the last thirty minutes of the last episode. <laughs> Please, I'm going to do that. I want to have it queued up for when you just come home and like back into the house. I'm, I'm like, just hey. going to watch the last thing. That's like the last thing. I think it. Re- I think it'll go live at three a.m. on July first, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to spoil the whole thing thirty minutes into it. Um. I know we're wrapping it up. Uh, that has reminded me of one of one of the the funniest things that has ever happened related to something like being <laughs> spoiled. Um, so uh, many years ago, whenever um, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince uh, came out, there was a huge <laughs> line at Walmart. Spoiler alert! Uh, spoiler alert to people who have not either read, watched, 
or just had it spooled by what now. Happens in, yeah, the half um, and half blooded prince. Um, so we're in line waiting for this book. Um, some uh, the, it hits twelve o'clock. You know they're starting to let people in, to, or they're starting letting people uh, purchase. You have to it. explain who is in line with you. Did you tell them that? Hmm. I don't know who's who's in line with me. That's not a, that's not a part of it. Oh, I thought it was the person with you. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I mean, there might have been, but that's not the that's not the funny part. Oh, about okay. This. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, people are running out. You know, uh, this is the big. You know, when you get something, you run out. You know, and people in the front of the line, they get to kind of like boast. Yeah, like I got through the first. rest of the line. I got it. Well, somebody they. they first uh, couple of people run out of Walmart, uh, book in hand, uh, jump in a car. No one really thinks of it. You know, you're just worried about moving on up in your in the line. Um, <laughs> this car, same car comes back around, slows down. And the guy ro- in the, in the driver's side seat rolls the window down and says, Snape kills Dumbledore. And they peeled out. And he was opened up to the back part of the mood. I thought Norman was with you. And I thought that was like, for some reason in my head, I had put that Norman, the vampire lawyer, was with you. The mood of that line, those people. (laughs) I I really think a couple did run after the car. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know. That's great. Oh my God! Snape killed Dumbledore. That Prestonsburg. Prestonsburg Walmart. Do you remember a lot what? of things have happened on Prestonsburg Walmart? Yes, it, yes it has. Yes, it has. <laughs> Do you remember how we read Half Blood Prince? Coming back home from Tennessee. Coming back home from Tennessee. I was driving. Gertie was holding the book open as I looked as I read it while I drove the car. That you know made I, me sick thinking about it. I have never been that. Into anything. Into anything. Yeah. I'm still, I don't, I really wasn't that into that, to be honest with you. Would you have, would you have been one of the people that chased the car? I don't, when they oh, probably out? not. I probably would have thought it was a joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah, somebody. Then, oh, they're just messing their booty. Then a week later, when you get to that point. If I ever found that person a week later, I would have been very upset. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, oh my, you know, it's real. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, well, uh, Harry Potter thoughts. So, uh, uh, oh yeah, Cursed Child. Whenever it comes out, I don't know. That's been out. I think I don't know. Who knows? I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I've been trying to read uh, Sorcerer's Stone to uh, the ginger ginger scientist. Yeah. Um, I attempted also to read it to Radical Kid. She got about two pages in. And she went, "I don't want to hurt your feelings, but this is boring." <laughs> God bless her. Uh-huh. And I went, oh. She's got glasses now, by the way. Yeah. To the listeners. And sophisticated. Yeah. She is a sophisticated mama now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in this room has glasses. Yeah. Well, she told me the other day, she goes, well, see, the thing is, if I get glasses, everybody in my family has glasses now. I said, you were correct, baby. She said, I completed the family look. <laughs> said, the, ginger, yeah. the ginger ninja said, I think it's really cool that all of us have glasses. And I was thinking, yeah, it's really cool and expensive. Super duper expensive. Genetics. Genetics. Check them out. <laughs> what, what, what? 
What's it all about? <laughs> oh all right, guys. We got to go. We love you all. Peace out. We'll see you all next week. Uh, same. Bat time. Same same channel. I don't know how that yeah. goes, but anyway. Next week, we start to decipher if the Son of Sam did it by himself or if it was a web of cultists and a conspiracy that reaches all the way to the west coast of America, all the way to Europe, all the way to the hometowns, the hometowns of everyone listening. Could um, there be a satanic cult network responsible for mass murders in the United States of America? Find out next week here on the Spooky Family Podcast. Spoiler alert, probably not. I'm leaning more towards maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Harvey will be back next week. Ronald may be back next week. We'll see how that goes. We, can get we might be back officer. next week. We might, we might be back next week. It might be Jack and Jill's turn to just take over the the channel and do what they want. Who knows? But, guys, it's been great. Summer of Sam starting off here. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 The sun is rising. It is time for the children of the night to retire to their tombs. Excuse me, rooms. Until next week, dear listeners. <laughs>